Greetings and welcome to Vineyard Bible Ministry Podcast. I'm your host, Diana Tucker. We're going to have an awesome and blessed podcast today. And before we get started, I would like to give thanks to God for his guidance and his mercy. And I believe that he is the one true living God. And I want to thank you, the listeners, for tuning in and spending time to listen to the podcast. I pray and I hope that this will be a blessing to you like this is a blessing to me. So let's get ready to receive the message that God has for us today. And again, welcome to Vineyard Bible Ministry Podcast. Greetings, everyone. Today's scripture will be coming from 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 2. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 2. In the New King James Version, it says, Preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, convince, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and teaching. In this scripture, Paul is writing to Timothy to encourage him to be ready to preach the gospel, ready to share the word of God. He's telling them to be ready. Are you ready? Are you ready to share the word of God? Are you ready to share the gospel? Well, if not, we're going to learn more about this verse and I'm going to break it down so we can understand of this urgency that that Paul has for Timothy. The first part says to preach the word. Paul was charging Timothy to preach the word of God, not just to share his favorite verses, but to share the true word of God. Peter said in Acts chapter 10, verse 42, in New King James Version, it says, And he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that it is he who is ordained by God to be judge of the living and the dead. We are children of God. We are overwhelmed with the Holy Spirit, commanded to preach and share the word of God. We need to be ready at all times, like it says in the scripture, in and out of season, in all circumstances, ready to share the word of God. And Paul was telling Timothy to take advantage of the opportunity that God gives us to share. In Mark chapter 13, verse 20, New King James Version says, But when they arrest you and deliver you up, do not worry beforehand or premeditate what you will speak. But whatever is given in that hour, speak that, for it is not you who speak, but the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will give us that moment to share the word of God. And I know that we had like times where we could be at work or we could be standing in line. Then all of a sudden we start talking about God and then we start sharing the word of God. We start sharing verses, inviting people to church. So that's how the Holy Spirit works. So even if you share the word of God, It may be received or not received at that time. It may be accepted. It may not be accepted at that moment. But at least you know that the seed was planted. The last part of the verse, it says, Convince, rebuke, 
exhort with long suffering and teaching. So what is Paul saying? He's saying is for us to correct those who err in doctrine or behavior and to warn those who sin. In 1 Timothy chapter 5 verse 20 in the Amplified Bible it says, "As for those elders who continue to sin, reprimand them in the presence of all the congregation, so that the rest will be warned." Also in Titus chapter 1 verse 9 in the New Living Translation it says, "He must have a strong belief in the trustworthy message he was taught." Then he will be able to encourage others with wholesome teaching and show those who oppose it where they were wrong. So we are to correct those that had strayed away from the word or those that have backslid. And that's why, you know, in 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 20, um, when you're when you're reprimanding someone in the church, you do it out of love. Because we don't want them to take that message in a way that we're punishing them. It's not not punishing. It's a correction out of love. Because we don't want them to fall to the the wayside of, of, of sin. We want them to come back into the fold of love. To come back in into the fold of serving God. Because... If that happened to you, you will want somebody to to correct you with love and to help you with what's going on in your life and and to encourage you to, you know, to trust God. And that's basically what Paul is telling Timothy. People do need to be corrected when it comes to the word of God, because people are teaching doctrine that has nothing to do with God. I mean, there's so many different types of mission statements that has nothing to do with God and all these different types of beliefs and you know and they all say they worship God but it makes you wonder that's why it's so important that reading the word of God should be the main thing in your life right now read the word of God for yourself so you know what God is trying to tell you so it's not only for those that needs to be corrected. It's also we need to encourage those that are growing in the Lord. And we got to have great patience with them as well. Because just like how God have patience with us. Because we sin daily. Nobody is perfect. And God is patient with us. We need to be patient. Especially with those that are um, babes in Christ. New believers. Um even though people are seasoned Christians, those that, you know, live the lifestyle for a while, we at at a risk of um, having uh, times in our lives where we could err in our ways as well. So as we encourage ourselves, we encourage those that are um, new believers because we want them to stay encouraged. We want them to know the goodness of God. And the only way we could do that is we got to show it through love. So it says here that in Colossians chapter 3 verse 12, the New Living Translation, it says, Since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourself with tenderhearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Patience, which is so important. Um, I know that sometimes, you know, we pray and we ask God, 
for patience. You know, God, please give me patience with people. I need more patience with people. But every time God gives you a trial, a situation that he puts you through and you handle it and you're handling it in a way where you're dealing with someone that could give you difficulties and you're being patient with them. That is God helping you with your patience. And I learned that a lot too, because sometimes you could be in a field where you're dealing with uh, difficult customers and you're just standing there very quietly because you want to give the best customer, the best customer service and you're having patience dealing with them. So everything we ask God for to give is strength in, he'll give it to us. It doesn't always have to be in our personal lives. It could also be um, in our, in our, at our jobs or even even at church he teaches patience the last word of the verse it talks about teaching paul wants timothy to not only preach the word of god but to teach it faithfully to always share the word of god and 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 again in the book of james it talks about how teachers are held at the strictest um uh judgment because um, if you're teaching the word of God, everything that you have, everything that you say has to be in line with what the Bible says. And I know that there's a lot of Bible teachers out there that share a lot of their opinion. Um, again, that's what it is. It's just your thoughts and what you think. But we should be focusing on what God says. And because, you know, God's word is not uh, debatable. So God gives us the opportunity to share the word of God. And like I said earlier, in every areas of our lives, but it's going to be done in God's timing. And, and God knows our thoughts. He knows that if we're doing this for, to give him the glory, are we doing it for ourselves? And, and we all know that everything that we do for God is for his glory. It's not for us. So in John uh, chapter 16, verse 13, in the new King James version, it says, However, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth for he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. So allow God to be in your lives, accept Christ as your personal savior, because once you accept Christ as your personal savior, you will see the difference. And yes, the enemy will be busy because the enemy will feel like that, they, the, the, like how we become a soldier for the Lord. The enemy's going to feel like that they lost a soldier and they're going to do everything in their power. The enemy, Satan's going to do everything in his power to discourage you from serving God. He will make you feel like that you're worse off serving God than what you, how your life was prior to being saved. So we got to find ways to keep the Holy Spirit, to keep filled up with the word is in our lives every day. We need to stay prayed up. We need to eat, breathe, and live the word. We need to, to fight Satan with the word of God, quoting scriptures, you know, um, making it embedded in our lives. Um, always refresh ourselves with the Holy Spirit daily. These are the things that we need to do because this is what happens um, when you don't have the Holy Spirit, when you don't have God, the consistency of God in your life, just like how people go to the gym every day, you know, and work out every day, five days or seven days out of the week. 
and they give the gym 20, 30 minutes or probably a couple of hours of their lives. It's a, we need to be have that same type of consistency in our lives when it comes to God and his word. So in Luke chapter 11, verses 24 to 23, New King James Version, it says, When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places seeking rest and finding none. He says, I will return to my house from which I came. And the house is you. So that unclean spirit will leave you because you're saved, you're born again. And he's trying to find somewhere else to go, but he can't find nowhere else to go. So, of course, what he's going to do, he's going to come back home. He's going to go back to you. And when he comes, he finds it all swept and put in order. Oh, he see that you praising and you worshiping and, and you fill with the Holy Spirit. And he goes, the unclean spirit does go, but the unclean spirit comes back with seven other spirits more wicked than himself. So he's like, I can't do this on my own own strength. I got to bring more other unclean spirits to throw you off, to get you discouraged, to give you distractions, to make you feel that you're not worthy to be a child of God. And then it says, takes with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself, and they enter and dwell there you and the last state of that man the mindset of that man is worse than the first so whatever mindset you was before you got saved if you don't say pray to have the holy spirit in you read the bible um always usher in the holy spirit daily refresh anointing the scripture says right there you will be worse off than what you was prior to getting saved because the enemy does not want you to be saved he do not want you to feel that blessing that that fresh anointing of the holy spirit to see the difference that god will make in your life you will be attacked how do i know this ever since i've been doing this podcast i have been attacked should i be doing this podcast is this what god wants me to do why does everything seem difficult now, right now? This is all the enemy ploy distractions for me. And then God gave me this scripture. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 2. Preach the word. Be ready in season, out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and teaching. That was my affirmation confirmation all from God that verse was for me if you ever in doubt of if God is trying to tell you something all you got to do is start reading the Bible and you will see scriptures pop out at you and God is telling you exactly what he wants you to do You got to remember, God is the creator. God's creation wants you to worship him. But we could bypass that and worship just the creator. Why would you want to worship another creation? And you could worship the creator, the almighty God. Think about it. Satan is the creation just like we are. He didn't make himself. 
The Satan wants you to think that he he can. He has power. He only has power of what God allows him to do. You got to remember that too. God loves us so much that he gave us his son. So let's continue to keep doing God's work. Let's continue to keep each other up in prayer. Let's continue to stay encouraged. Let's just continue to preach the word and share it and teach it. But like I said, as always, take the time to read the scripture for yourself so you can understand what God is trying to tell you. So, but before I end this podcast, I would like to end it with a prayer, not only for myself, but for those that are listening. And if you're not saved, maybe this is the time you can ask God to come into your life. Because I don't know about you, but things are about to change in this world. And God needs people that are ready to preach the word. God needs people that are ready to share the word right now. He he needs people right now to encourage other people, to help other people. That's what God is looking for right now. So... Dear Heavenly Father, God, we thank you, God, for all the things you've done for us. We thank you, God, for your grace and your mercy. We thank you, God, for being the God of who you are, our creator of all things. Heavenly Father, we thank you, God. God, if there's anything in us that is ungodly, that is not of you, God, we ask you to remove it, to to bind it in the mighty name of Jesus. God, we want you to continue to keep giving us that perfect peace. Help help us, God, to have our minds steadily on you. And God, for those of the listeners that don't know you, that don't have you in their life, we ask you, God, right now to forgive them for their sins. And God, we ask you right now to help them to accept Christ as their Lord and Savior. Help them to understand how much you love us, God. Help them to understand that you gave us your son. A sacrifice, the lamb, for all our sins that 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 we have done and those that we're totally unaware of. This sacrifice, Heavenly Father, the love that you gave us, God, is so comforting, is so needed right now in, in this in the way that the world is going right now. Though the condition of the world right now, we need this love. We thank you, God, for who you are. We thank you, God, for just being there for us, for giving us the word today. Help us to apply it to our hearts. I can't say enough, God. Help us to apply it to our hearts so we won't sin against thee. God, heal us. Heal our mind, heal our bodies, our spirit, our land. Heavenly Father, so that we be able to worship you boldly. Give us the strength to share your word of God. Give us the strength to share your word, God. Give us the strength. Give us the patience to continue to love one another that we so need to do right now. God and I want you to look over all the young people in the world, God, right now, those that are confused, those that are lost. Let your light shine, Heavenly Father, so that they may see it and be guided towards your your holy light. And let your light shine in your people, Heavenly Father, so that they know that 
those are the people that they could turn to for guidance, spiritual guidance, to get closer to you. And I thank you, God, and I worship you, God, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hello, and thank you for listening to Vineyard Bible Ministry Podcast. I pray that you was blessed with the message. And if you enjoyed what you have heard and would like updates of new episodes, please subscribe and share it with others. You can also leave me a message on the link that is posted on the podcast page. And you can follow me on Twitter at Ministry at Ministry. Again, thank you so much for tuning in and may God bless you in every aspect of your life. Take care.